everybody. Chris with the Sage of State Stooges here. And who am I joined by? I don't know. You tell us. Tell me. I'm not Steven. I'm not doing this shit for you. Yeah, Chris the Broken. You can see everything. Come on. Why don't you just tell Chris, us? Dude, everything. if only I had an excuse not to go to work. I've got Josh here and I've got Grady here. We are Stevenless as he's a little bitch as much as we love him. Well, we stabbed him because we loved him and he was trying to take over. Had to save him from himself. Correct. Right. It was sad. He was this... carried away by a dragon. So this is something um, we've not done before, but one, we have a YouTube channel we've barely utilized, and two, doing, I might as well say it, this is, you know, us basically talking about the finale to Game of Thrones, and we figured that this was such a cultural phenomenon and that the three of us have kept up with, that we figured, hell, why not try to do our best to just kind of claw aimlessly at that YouTube algorithm and see what we can get. Pretty much. It was legitimately one of those things where we finished it. We just want we have to talk about it, and yeah. we didn't have the full cast to talk about it. You know, if you're just discovering us, we have a podcast, The Sage of Stage Stooges. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, all that other stuff. I'm sure we'll have wherever links. quality podcasts are distributed. We'll provide, yeah, we'll provide links in the description. Um, We're great. We don't have our fourth guy to talk about it, so we didn't want to have a full podcast about it. So we're just going to do this here, a quick, you know, 45-minute, believe, max. Yeah, we're going to cash in but, on um, this cultural moment. Right. Yeah, it is. That is exactly what it is. It's so um, so prolific, you know, out there that uh, that we thought we needed to, to speak about. It. And I, I read all the books. Um, Did you? I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, and... Um, and have waited patiently and continue to wait patiently for George R. R. Martin to fucking finish the things. <laughs> and I've watched I wish the you well. through like <laughs> three or four times at least. So I mean, I've, I've been a, a big Game of Thrones fan for sure. Um, and it's just so amazing to me because like this is something like my parents are into, like all of, a lot of my family who would not normally be into this kind of show are, are mm-hmm. tuned in. And, you know, of course you can see it. Uh, is has got national and world acclaim, so it's just something so so crazy about it that we we need to talk about. We're all southern, we're all Texans. How many of us have had family been like, I don't know about all that gay sex on there? <laughs> I, uh, I haven't. No, I haven't had any of that. I don't, my parents, point? I don't think, really watch it. My sister has watched some of it. Um, I don't. No, no, they're 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 actually no, they watched all of it. Actually, they they held right. off for a while, but my parents haven't really got into it. I don't think. No, and, and nothing. I, I don't know one who is talking about that portion of it. So. <laughs> I was just curious. Cause... <laughs> but, but I'm sure that is something that is spoken about. You know, anyway, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, okay, just so we can drop any pre- pretense. Are we all coming from a perspective of disappointment to completely not happy? Like, are we on that scale, essentially? Yeah, if if the middle is like, middle's average. I, I thought it was okay. Happy but content, okay. and then like, uh, I'm on that the the lower scale. I'm not to the point of like I'm gonna pull my hair out. Like, I understood that it was disappointing, and I mean I I believe that there are portions, uh, large portions that should have been done differently. But I don't know. All in all, I was like, eh. I don't want to speak for Brady, better, but 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 I remember like posting a. Uh reddit free folk memes to y'all earlier and then grady was 
texted us when you found out he could actually do this tonight. He was like, kind of a devil's advocate approach to this, but um, after browsing Reddit Free Folk for about an hour, I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yeah, okay, right. I do. Yeah, I do <laughs> want to mention that because so because um, I came out out of the initial uh, initial viewing uh, texting one of our other friends uh, Holt. Um, about it and everything and he was giving you know he's giving kind of the the full negative account of it and i don't know i really wanted to i really wanted to i'm someone who tries to get a positive experience from things i guess i yeah. i try to have you know a good experience at restaurants even if this service is a little slow or whatever and you know so like i wanted this to be like good ish enough good enough at least <laughs> Um, and so I was like, well, I, okay, you know, maybe, uh, maybe this, you know, or maybe this explanation or that explanation or right. whatever, uh, for various shortcomings. Uh, but by the end of it, I kind of, you know, reading on, on the free folk subreddit and the, the kneeler subreddit too, um, <laughs> that, Is that uh, our game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's what they call it on the free folk. Um, that, uh. Yeah. That actually no, I should be pissed because they didn't do you know like it was their job to do better than that, and I shouldn't have to read into some sort of exotic yeah. headcanon mm-hmm. theory to to cover for them. Sure. So. Oh, and without further ado, oh, go on, and then we'll I'll kind of intro. Yeah, it. and just just to to touch on it, um, we kind of I kind of started talking about this before we recorded. Um, I was in the same boat, Grady. I like I put so much of my life into it that I really wanted it to be good. And it's it, it's interesting to me because I didn't spend as much time, especially on this episode, on Reddit. And you know, it's it's partially probably for me that I wanted it to be so good that I was finding excuses maybe. But do you think that spending all that time and people breaking it down so heavily, like, do you think that would be if that happened with any other show? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you know, that's it, yes. It, there's that argument out there. Yeah. If it happened with another show, if it was so so critiqued, so scrutinized, would that lessen your view of the show? You I would know, say like, so. yes and. So here's here's what I would say for that. Because I actually, um, I was talking to Abby about this today, uh, with the some a, show, a series finale like The Sopranos. That was big because they just cut to black and didn't tell you <laughs> what happened. Right. And then they roll it for a little while and then they roll credits. And then you're like, okay, fuck, it's over. You know, did he get killed? Yeah. What happened? And there, there was, a, you know, a big thing There's even back then. One before... lingering question at the end. Yeah. 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 Before the real, um, you know, before actual internet was around, really, certainly yeah. a Reddit community or anything like that, it would have got ripped to shreds and owned on on a on, online. Like they would have been all over the place. Every, you know. Right. But right. I think my thing is, but. They were trying to do something, and they did something innovative with that. Or like Lost, where it turns out it's just like a dream or something. I haven't really watched Lost. Um, Lost just kind of ends with them in like heaven. Yeah, they were dead the whole time, basically. Like, that is a very unique, a very big twist. Something that they're wanna, really, like really stretching. Too many no, of those people, lines. I would yeah, say that with... Still pretty, pretty disappointed with Lost. Problem with things <laughs> like... Like I said, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too much, but like the problem with Lost was they had they were never ever building up to that ending. They just wrote it as they went along, and at the end they were like, "Well, fuck, what do we do? We'll just end it like this." And that's why a lot of people got mad. Well, because fair, yeah. none of the things you set up really mattered, and I think that's what a lot of people have 
problems we'll with this episode. With Game of Thrones. So, like, you know, I think, and we'll, we'll get into this. We're going to start the episode recap pretty quick. But, like, um, I think you have, the, you know, the very ending is kind of different. And, okay, but how many things in the show can you say, well, this never paid off, well, this never paid off, or this never went anywhere? Yeah, I mean. Because I haven't watched it. There but is a certain here, amount. Here, of... there's just so much where it's just like, well, then what was the point of this? Well, then what was the point of this? Well, then why did he do this? Well, that didn't make sense. There's just so much of that. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into a comparison because I don't think we can. No, no, no. But yeah, for sure. The, the only thing that I meant to draw attention to was that, yes, other shows' uh, finales uh, would definitely have to deal with online criticism to a much greater degree, in, you know, nowadays. But I think that they, like, at least the Sopranos had kind of earned um, a some credit for trying something new versus what I think this is just like not really trying something ambitious, just kind of falling into this short, unpleasant area of not really pleasing anyone. With that being said, which will start from the beginning. Um, so I think from the very beginning, which is where we have Danny standing over, you know, basically we have a, a city turned to ash. Okay, city's yeah, gone. Arya, and Arya I, rode a horse out of the city and then miraculously walked back in the city with no horse. Oh, that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. The you know, first of all, like, look, we can talk forever about how, like, look, I, I don't think that Danny going nuts is a bad idea. I don't think it was executed well at all. The more I no, read it's, about, it's well, probably, it's probably sorry to interrupt, but it's probably part of George R. R. Martin's like grand scheme that he probably. gave them. You know. It wouldn't get there like that. Not no, on a no, dime. No. Now I'm going to kill civilians. So we're yeah. already starting yeah. off on a, a really, you know, I think for the three of us, like we're already starting off on like a really bad taste in your mouth. It's like, okay, now we have to go back to this universe where something that's just completely bullshit just happened. Like, I just think it was if, too quick. I think that she totally could have done, like, I don't know. She probably should have yeah, done uh, that. Um, another should like, be, three seasons to get there, maybe. We needed to see something in the previous episodes where you could see her civilians in certain situations. Well, just well, like, I mean, one event is all because she's been repeatedly being trying to convince, hey, you know, you should really like play it soft, and then she does, and she gets owned. You know, like she's been repeatedly let down by the path of the of the gentle, benevolent uh, monarch that. It makes sense in her biggest well, I mean, moment to like. She's also like crucified, crucified some folks and stuff. Like bad that, people. So. She's crucified slavers and noble. Yeah, but that she ever, marries ever, one of ever. the slavers because maybe he wasn't so bad after all. Like you know, there's some of that. Never gotten close to taking out civilians, and now all of a sudden, after she wins, she's like ready to take out civilians for what reason? She went crazy, Chris. Well, why? No, but like, it, I, it was explained. Is that? It may have been explained in, in, in a really brief way, but that Cersei uh, was using them, well, you know, wanted to use them as her weakness, so she wasn't going to let her. Yeah, the thing is, was... it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter at that point. She's won. Cersei's gone. Like, she's, it's over. There's no reason for her no, to so have that, done that. No, at that time, we were talking about Cersei in the keep, surrendering or whatever, but why wouldn't Cersei fake surrender? I mean... That's Cersei. Everyone dropped their swords. Like, look, I, I, I don't want to... Those this are troops, not civilians, episode. that drop their swords. But well, I think the yeah, thing is that she's a Targaryen, so she can go mad. Like I think that's kind of so the point is her her going angry, her going mad was not set up well. There wasn't, you know, Josh, and I think you can speak to this. Looks, which is a pleasant surprise. By this point, in the story Cersei's already dead, right? No, 
Oh, I thought somebody else took over King's Landing at this point. I thought somebody else was in charge. No, uh, no Cersei to... doesn't. Are you ta still knowledge... talking about the civilian part? About the books. To my knowledge in the books, no. Everything in King's Landing is pretty much... I mean, because... I, I, I thought I read somebody else had taken over and they were, like, really happy with him. They're really outstretched from the books. They haven't... They're past them, right? That, but I don't recall the la the last letter part of the last book. It's been, like, I don't know, eight years since I read them. I thought the show was well or past the books. Seven or whatever. It is, but I'm saying I thought, like, um, Cersei had already been killed and, like, somebody else had taken over King's Landing. I don't re recall her being killed in the books. Well, hold on. I gotta find out now. Well, I, keep going. I'll, I'll look it up. Um, let's see. Yeah, just read the wrong fucking sources. I, I, had, I had been led to believe that somebody else kind of took over. Yeah, she's still imprisoned. I don't think the yeah, yeah, book she's still really factors too much into the series part now. I was just pointing out that the book seems to have a way that, um, from what I've heard, is that whoever's running King's Landing right now is like actually well liked. Well, it may have been, and like I said, I don't really remember the end of of the Dance of Dragons where that all shakes out. But at at the point that she's imprisoned and Tommen's in charge and Marjorie's in charge, you know, like everyone, yes, all the most people like those people as rulers, so that might be what you're referring to. I'm not I, I just heard that there was like a setup where you could have somebody who is well liked by the people, and it kind of robs Danny of her. Oh, in the book, there's like several other possible. Possibly, yeah, and that they're never even talk about it. This I'm just saying, better ways you could have done it. My my ultimate point was that Danny turning mad is rushed, and it it doesn't feel believable when she goes nuts and burns a whole bunch of people, and that that leads us into what Josh was saying with Arya surviving a catastrophe 15 times over. A white horse, which according to D and D, the um, the showrunners was symbolic of something now what that is i don't know because that fucking horse doesn't show up in this episode at all at first like my mind first went to like daenerys's white mare that drogo gave her and i was like that has no i, I don't see the, that there's any <laughs> yeah. connection there so i had to abandon that but People other than that, I, like, believe that it was brands like it was brand walking into a horse but the problem with all of that, anything to do with that horse, is she rides out of the burning city, and then just, we don't really, she just comes back into just the city. comes back, yeah. So it's like, great. So we're already starting off on that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> visuals may be like, it was white, she's of the north, but it's all sullied from, like, the bloodshed of everything. It, you know, that, but other than that, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Speaking of Solid, the the first major issue beyond that setup we have is Grey Worm. Um, Killing. And executing civilians. And, you know, what? I get it. He's not civilians, but soldiers. And I, I get it that he's under orders to do it. But at this point, I think is where this episode specifically, but not this season as a whole, because we've already seen character assassination as a, on a whole, you know, throughout this season but yeah gray worm was never somebody that i would look at and just say you would just do cruel shit because someone told you to like he always struck me as someone who's more independent but he's lost I, his 
Yeah, he's he's lost his guide in Masande. His or, tie you know, his to humanity. You know. Yeah, yeah. I just, and and he's a soldier, things. and that may just be you know that he may just look at that as part of war. Is you know these people are no better than the masters that we used to serve, so they need to be done. You know, it's one of those other things where maybe if it had been set up better. Right, right, sure, and I think that's what I, I just into. see a transition. Like it's just too whiplashy of a transition. That's what. You, that's what you continually run into this whole season is if it's it would have been time. set up better. Yeah, you know, there just wasn't there wasn't enough time. Two or three seasons, maybe you can you can hash out how these characters get there. Yeah, there just, just wasn't enough time. Two seasons or like a regular length season that they used to have, that would still <laughs> like totally do it. Probably still yeah, a lot of willing to do. Time. But yeah, either way. Well, that leads us to actually what I think is um, a really good sequence where Tyrion is walking through the city and seeing the destruction and kind of awing at like, this is the person I put my faith in. Yeah, and like, I, I fucked up, my friend died. Like, this being said, yeah. I, I think Eddie, this entire season has been frustrating. Um, he's too smart for all the shit he pulls now. But... Um, it's all complaining. Oh, he just finds his way to the you know the basement and manages to find. No, I, I feel like he was legitimately going down there to see if his brother and sister made it. Like, yeah, I, I don't yeah, for sure. Weird. And I, I don't think that's strange at all. No, and I don't I think thought, so either. And I thought it, Tyrion. I mean, that whole um, Peter Dinklage, I thought did a great job. Really, in the whole, he's um, the best actor in the series. Yeah, for sure, and especially in in this uh, in this finale but yeah when you know the emotion when he finds his his brother and sister like the last of his family who he was trying to save you know dead i mean i think that cements there for him of course what's going to happen with danny i think that carries a lot of his conversation that he'll have with john but yeah, yeah. I, I i will continuously say probably throughout this thing that i thought Tyrion's um arc was was pretty good I do like how people are pointing out that if you look at pictures of that scene, like if, if um, Cersei and um, yeah, I've seen that. Jamie had stood like a few feet over to the right or whatever, they'd still be alive. Well, sure, and they should be buried under like two more feet of rubble, but that doesn't make for good TV. So. It's really right, hard yeah. for to dig his way through that much. I, I, I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to. All, all you're I, really I, trying I, to convey is they died in the stones. You know, like yeah, you know, yeah. Oof, you don't have yeah. to make rebuild everything meticulously for sure. sure. So now we have Danny standing in front of everybody, um, and by everybody I mean a ton of Unsullied and a bunch of Dothraki. And like, look at this point. This this is one of those things where I try not to get hung up on continuity errors too much. But at this point, I'm beyond frustrated. Um, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter anymore. We're done. But, like, the show makes a point in earlier episodes. And I really think the season started going downhill with The Long Night, which was the battle against the undead. Yeah. Where it makes a point to show us that the Dothraki get wiped out instantly in one of the dumbest military moves in any show I've ever seen. But, like, hmm. we see them get wiped out. And then the next time we talk about them, they're like, oh, we have half of our Unsullied left. We have half of our Dothraki left. Like, what? What are you talking about? And it's stuff like that that really starts... Of um, when they were talking about the forces they could take to King's Landing, they mentioned like fifty percent left, and oh, just overall, I didn't think they meant that about the Dothraki. I think they meant fifty percent of Unsullied, fifty percent of Dothraki. I might have been wrong. I might have. I don't know if if you. I mean that that point. I rewatched it this afternoon, and it's not okay. that many Dothraki left. I mean, it's it's a good chunk, but 
you know, it's not okay. But the thing is, like, we see the whole all die. We see them all die, and then the Unsullied got ripped to pieces in that fight. But now all of a sudden, no, it's fine. Well, we don't see them all die. Some of them ride back. Remember, right? Like six I mean, of them, but some I of them. I just do. don't think that's the best thing. <laughs> it, to, it, and, uh, like frustrating when you go to when you go to the extent when you go to the links to show me look at what just happened but then none of that carries over like well shit it doesn't matter now like and this is this is the problem i had with the battles going forward because i was like well shit what does it matter because no matter how many people danny loses in this fight it won't matter because she'll just have enough the next time yeah it does cheapen it cheapens it lost 100 percent like i expected the big issue like to be honest, like mm-hmm. let's discount fan theories where we're talking about the Night King going down to King, you know, King's Landing. I legitimately thought that like once the North got this shit kicked out of it, that the South would march up to meet them in mid battle. Like get them far. Don't let this fight happen near Cersei. Sure, we man. can force them here and and surprise attack them somewhere because they've got nothing left. Nope, they've got like everybody left. How well? Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people felt that same way. And that was my main thing after that episode. But let's try to get back to the to the finale. Uh, so anyway, that's I'm, I'm already frustrated because I see her like, talking to all these people who should be dead. It is cool cinematically, though. Like, a cinematic, and that, that's I been the strong good. point. That's been the strong point of the season, whether it be as stupid oh, as it yeah. was, Dothraki charging towards the dead with their flaming swords just gets snuffed out. It looks cool. It's dumb. And I don't think you should make that sort of narrative sacrifice for the idea of looking cool. But, like, it looked cool. Well, um, this well, particular shot doesn't really sacrifice anything. So I don't think no, that no, no, they're no. making narrative sacrifices to make it look cool. I think that they're making narrative blunders and the visual effects crews are still making it look fucking dope. Like, might be it. Yeah. Like well, they're, they're, them for sure. they're making it look awesome, even if they're, well, I'm, I, I don't care how we wrote to get here. We're going to no, make it look cool, you know? <laughs> the theme with the Death Rocky was 100% D&D's decision. Like, ride them off like this, and then it'll look really dramatic when you see how strong of a force they're up against. But that doesn't make sense for Don't Matter. It looks cool. I, I think that was it. But, I mean, sure. I think what you're talking about was interesting from perspective of, like, a shot of the Clegane Bowl, where it's the Hound oh, of the Mountain facing yeah. off down those stairs, and then, like... Yep. Cinematography is like facing up at them, and then they have that dragon go over them. It's like stuff like that that I really, really liked because it, it's just symbolic of like of all the chaos going around these two people. All they care about is like mm-hmm. what's right. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really like stuff like that. that. Awesome. But this was one of the cooler shots. There are some people complaining this too on the nose. I don't care. It looked cool. Where you just have Danny standing there, and then behind her, her sole remaining dragon was it Drogon? Yeah, like coming out from behind her like symbolizing this is the ultimate dragon queen now it doesn't really go anywhere but we'll get to that just like top of the steps of a of a burnt half burnt you know um keep and her giant dragon flag i don't know the whole thing looked neat and you're like yeah she's kind of turned straight up like emperor palpatine she's like like, full on wearing black now Right, yeah. So. Yeah, they did the they did the cool. dark army like Nuremberg rally style. Like. Yes, yes, it was. Very, it did harken to that. On Solid are pounding their spears. Yeah, and she's oh, yeah. like shouting out in some foreign languages and stuff. So, talking about how they're gonna liberate the world. Now, I was I was really worried because I I, I was thinking, okay, they can probably just tell by her tone. But when 
Tyrion, who kind of sneaks up behind because he's in trouble for betraying her. He helped rescue his brother. Like, from her from her grasp, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember him, like, standing up there and, like, his face looking really upset. And I'm like, I hope that they don't forget that. At this point, I thought nothing was off. <laughs> I was like, please don't tell me that somehow off-screen Tyrion learned how to speak this language. No. <laughs> he, he blatantly states later, John, we couldn't understand her, but could you, you could figure out that that sound like someone who was ready to be at peace. And she was just basically talking about going across the entirety of the planet and liberating everyone. She was going to okay. become, um, she was going to become the stallion that mounts the world, you know, right, right. turns every blade of grass gray or something. I will, I will ride the world saddle as, um, from street fighter movie once said, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Tyrion, uh, Tyrion turns in his uh, his hand badge because, uh, as he said, you slaughtered a city, you know. So, but he no. does like the petty thing where you're gonna hand something to someone, but then you go, "Oops, I dropped it." <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't do that. He threw it down, man. Yeah, but that's still pretty petty. I don't know. Great subversion of expectations, sort of. Because there was a second where I thought he was gonna push her down the stairs. Oh. <laughs> Imagine, I would have. Look, those Honestly, are your your expectations that were subverted. Huh? <laughs> Like, if he just ran up and then just shoves her, and then we have this long shot, like, from way behind, like, all the way at the bottom of the stairs, way panned out, and just, we watch her roll all the way down. For like, <laughs> right, it, was, it was a black comedy all along. That's slightly <laughs> more ridiculous than what they did. So, anyway, um, yeah, as, as um, y'all mentioned, Tyrion's like, fuck you, you destroyed a city. Throws his badge down, I'm done, I'm not working for you anymore, I know you're gonna have me killed. He gets hauled off, and at that point, that's when we get um, that's when we get John talking to him. Right? John visits him in the keep. This well, is John and Arya have the little thing that some people complain about. <laughs> I know a killer when I see one. Yes, everyone I looks around at the destroyed city. Uh, I do too. <laughs> yeah, but... Hey, you know what's funny? We spent an entire boring arc where Arya learned how to use people's faces and didn't do it a single time this season. Hmm. Well, we don't know how she got. She wasn't carrying her bag of faces. It was dumb. What if, what if she was dressed as the Weirwood tree to kill the Night King? We don't know. I'm fine with that. <laughs> she could have just used like any old disguise, you're right. But some people are like, oh, well, why don't you just take so-and-so's? It's like, A, I have to kill them. B, I have to meticulously skin their face off. That actually does take time. We've established that. Really annoying. Yeah, so yeah, like I mean, she, she can't just take them willy-nilly, but she could have just used some old man or something. Like She could have used some disguise. Just used it. Just, you saw all that time of her using that power, and she used it against Walder Frey, and that was it. That was the end of it. I don't know. It is like, uh, and it's one of those things where they really should have, if this, if it was intended, they should have fleshed it out more. But like, how did she kill the Night King without getting stopped? How did she, like, did she this, jump over know, an entire army of people? Yeah. Well, just like, she... how does she get to the places and sneak up on people the way she does? It's like, it's never seen how she does it, but it's implied that she's really good at sneaking around. Maybe just trust her. Right. She's really good at it. We almost needed one of those post episode D and D things. Well, Arya is really good at sneaking. <laughs> I'm just, you know, as I said, I'm gonna play. Aria forgot that people can detect her. But yeah, people anyway, for, people forgot John, to use their ears when Arya is around. You know? The John and Tyrion scene, uh, I thought was done pretty well. Don't for, for this situation that it. Was. Okay, so one thing is, John, I. John is frustrating. John is beyond frustrating. This isn't yeah, John. Well, that, 
well, they kind of wrote him into that, but he's not. He's not like not frustrating in earlier. He's, he's yeah, he's he's been frustrating for a long time. We our running joke is usually that if it's unpop if it's an unpopular decision and it's going to lose him power and respect and just generally make, make his position worse, he's probably going to do it. Yeah, that's he's just, always done that's that. That's just John's lot in life. And he's just been like, well, and he looks sad about it, but he's like, oh, well, you know, it's what I got to do, you know. It's, uh, he, he, yeah, he does always like kind of do stupid, frustrating things. At least, like, the thing about this is, is I just can't see, even after all the frustrating stuff he's done, I can't see John sitting there being like, he literally went from, I can't justify our city of people. And later on, it's just, what if it was the right thing? No, John doesn't fucking think it was the right thing. Not he's, for a single second. But he's John. lawful good. And he has sworn and himself to queen. Yeah. the queen. She is technically the law, even if what she's doing seems bad to him. That one, The lawful side of him is saying, hey, but look, you have to follow this because she's your queen. Even while the good side of him is saying, like, dude, you, you know that no, right? Part of him yeah, is I saying, I think. the lawful side of him is just too strong. Like that's always been his problem. Like with the with the uh, wildlings and everything. It's uh, well, I guess that one's so lawful. Is I don't know, but yeah, he. I guess it goes back to what you were saying, Grady. He's very. I good thought at he making was. I don't do. <laughs> that are unpopular. Because you rewatched it. Has broken rules, right? Like he's done that. Yeah, that, yeah he's broken. Well, I guess what I mean is loyalty. Uh, he he takes his words seriously, and that's why he's stupid enough to tell Sansa and right. Arya like, "Hey, just like swear not to tell anyone." And then you do the classic middle school rumor style, like, you know, "Oh, I'll only tell one my best friend," and please don't tell anyone. You know, like, um, he's he's dumb enough to and honorable enough that he thinks that other people will maintain their word like he maintains his word. Well, that's his whole thing at the end of season seven when he's meeting with Cersei. He's like, you know, I could have just lied to her and said, yeah, you're my queen, but I'm too honorable for that. Yeah. And so even here where he's sworn fealty to this queen that's now torching the city, he's like, well, shit, but I did swear my fealty to her. Yeah. So, and and that that opinion didn't last long. No, it didn't. I think it was a really like difficult decision for him, but I can understand why he would have made... I do think it was really quick. Like He argues with Tyrion, and then he's like, okay, well, I, yeah, I guess I do need to do that thing. Like It is just well, one he encounter. Well, with her first. Like, he does say, you know, he has the whole conversation about what if other people have a different idea of what good is, and like, I don't think we can do this the way you want to do it, Daenerys. True. Wait, 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 wait. Like, no. Yeah, we... Hold on, what, what did y'all think? What was it? Um, love is the death of duty, and then some would say duty is the death of love. Those those are kind of dumb. It's like, this is just cyclical. Like, this is straight up like, what is it? Um, I, hate I, leads I, to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Like, dude, I can literally just interchange any of those, and it still makes sense. Like, Duty I, is I the think, death. I think the scene would have benefited from probably not using that particular... Not turning it around, at least. I'm, I didn't mind the callback to Eamon, but... Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, that was a callback. I forgot. Yeah. Y'all can't, you guys remember this better than uh, I We We rewatched everything before watching the new season, so. Yeah, oh. and so did I, but also like four times in <laughs> three years. So, <laughs> so, so it's yeah, kind I of mean, fresh I for me. I, I, again, I, I, take, I take back my criticism then. I like callbacks. 
So. And again, I think Tyrion was was very good in that in that exchange. Uh, he's good at anything, even when he's well. The actor is Peter Dinklage is. Yeah, I don't Peter know. Dinklage is the like I said, I think Tyrion's been incredibly frustrating for a while now because he's just. Oh, you used to be really smart. Well, you're not. so yeah, I think but... with Tyrion, you know, and and to speak to that, he is really good at managing a kingdom or or maintaining power from behind the scenes and stuff. But I don't, he's not ruthless enough. He's too naive in terms of like believing kind of in the general good of people that he's not good at taking power or fighting a war. I don't know if I believe, okay. I can see taking power, fighting a war, but I don't think he's someone who believes in the general good of people. He has no reason to, he's never had a reason to. He's not everyone. He has certain villains, but besides that, he generally thinks like, okay, you know, um, these people can be dealt with. They're re- everyone's reasonable. Everyone can. There is some yeah, way to like, strike a deal with everyone. The man who shot his father with a crossbow. I don't know well, if I buy it. Well, look at what he did with the slavers in Slavers Bay. He was like, let's bring them in and, and I'll offer their seven years. And they betray him. I mean, he does end up making similar mistakes over and over again. But in regards to Daenerys, I think he was pretty much dead. Like, he left after killing his father and then he got sold you know got bought by slavers or whatever and then like daenerys gave him like a second chance at being the man he thought he could be so i think and maybe it should be fleshed out a little more as everything that, that, that might be it like the fleshed but, out thing. And i think part of what you just said it's not fleshed out well enough i, I think how is, much he owes daenerys yeah well, how much he, how much he loves he says it actually in this episode i think yeah. here's here's the he loves her you know to here, some here's extent. When you look back at, and I think once again, it goes back to how rushed this season's been for no reason. They didn't have to make it seven, six episodes. HBO was willing to go more. Um, oh, that is dumb then. <laughs> to the fact that you have Tyrion and he's discussing with Varys, who I think got done dirty 100%. Um, and he's literally discussing with it. Varys is like, dude, this is bullshit. We can't, we can't support her and you know it. I was like, no. But for no reason at all, other than, I guess, loyalty, he goes and tells Danny, knowing that she will kill Varys. And then Varys dies. And the second he sees Varys die, he's like, oh, okay, I fucked up. Like, that's the one thing it took for him to change his mind. Like, I, I, and there was no reason for him to tell on Varys at all. There was none. It was just one of those things where it's, why did you do that? No, he did have to, he did have to tell her about Varys. Because Varys I don't think he did. Varys was think... plotting to kill Daenerys. He yeah, Varys was trying to poison her. I do not care. He was willing to release Jaime from prison. Oh, but Chris, he's his brother. I don't care. One of the things he told his brother when he got him out was, you saved my life. Guess who else saved his life? Varys. Varys saved well, his also life. Also Daenerys, if you go back to the point I was making. so. Right, but Varys, very directly. Varys gave up everything for Tyrion. Remember? Y'all remember? Varys had to leave on that yes, boat. I, he was yeah, like, I understand. Okay. He's the whole reason that, that Tyrion's with Daenerys. But, See, if, if, if Tyrion's going to be, well, shit, I have the bad people, and I'm going to let my brother go, knowing that knowing that I'm betraying Danny. Once again, I'm going to let my brother go, knowing I'm betraying Danny. Tyrion's already saved Varys' life. Varys came to them, uh, came to Daenerys, and Daenerys was going to kill him for oh, ordering yes. the assassination of him and of her in, in when she was an infant. And Tyrion vouched for her and, and uh, vouched for him and stepped in and said, you know, no, this guy is actually a good guy. You should let him work for you. He, he's already kind of repaid that debt. I just, I just feel like he's too wishy-washy in that entire situation. His motive changes. 
He tells on him for no reason. Now, you know, maybe he was his motive changes. I think his motive is always, I can steer Daenerys back into the right path. He literally changes his mind the second Varys dies. He immediately turns around and does the same exact thing. Like, it it doesn't make sense to me. And we're getting off course. My my point is just, and y'all see it differently. So y'all are viewing these scenes from a different perspective, and I just kind of want to get that fleshed out. I don't think something here. They'll disagree. Fair enough. But my, my point is you, Tyrion at this point has already been kind of I just don't get I don't know what I'm going to get from you anymore. Well, kind of. It seems to me uh, they allude to it pretty directly, right? Because when eventually what we haven't said is that John goes up, talks to Danny, tries to talk her down, and then he stabs her in the chest. Or not the chest, but the stomach. Um, uh, it's it's chest enough to kill her pretty instantly. So. Well, like uh, I think it's just a bad shot. That it seems. The but Tyrion later on mentions that like this was our idea, right? Like they don't talk about it, but we kind of planned that. What you mean, our idea? What do you mean? Well, after he talked, well, I don't want to get this is a little further ahead than what I want to get, but like later on, um, Tyrion's involved in her assassination. Is what you're saying? John and he's like, and John's like, "What did I do?" And then Tyrion's like, oh, "What yeah, did he yeah. do?" But anyway, so John stabs her, she dies, and then Drogon, her final dragon, shows up. And hey, you know what? Like, it's kind of sad that like the most I felt for any character in this episode was a giant CGI dragon. Mm. <laughs> it was well done. I thought it was good. So, well, it it yeah, starts off well done because he's acting like he's going to kill John. I guess he decides, no, I'm not going to. I don't really know why he doesn't. Maybe because he's a Targaryen. Targaryen, yeah. But here's the dumb thing. Now, if the dragon had just lost its mind, chaos, the Iron Throne was destroyed, I would have clapped. Bravo. That's that's good. But the fall of Danny is the end of this whole lineage of bullshit. That's not what happens. It's a fucking political science degree and an English literature degree because he understands that the throne at this point is a symbol of all the petty fighting and murder that has gone on between mankind and he purposely targets the throne and melts it before leaving i don't i don't know if it has to be that uh it's what it was well i mean to us yes but i could also i mean the dragons are said to be very intelligent I mean, okay, have they ever done anything in the like books that before? There, so. Have uh, they done anything like that? Tyrion has said that specifically in the show. Um, when, it's mentioned several took, times in the books, but... Yeah, I mean, Tyrion's talking to the dragons when he's unchaining them. And the dra- you know, I mean, the dragons understand, for the most part. That is such you know, an intricate idea. I, I don't buy it for a second. They said that I mean, um, some maesters think they're, they're vastly more intelligent than humans or something along no, those lines. There's, I know that, been that stuff. Yeah, they don't so. play it that way in the show most of the time. They play no. them like beast dogs, but... Exactly. If they were so fucking smart, they would have seen the Iron Fleet and not been murdered. But like, Yes, I... because you can see something that you can't see. I mean, that's oh, not here there. We don't no, need to talk they're... about that. We don't... We I mean, don't that's no, not they could easily the see it all the way up there. That whole thing, they couldn't see it was nonsense. Well, that's but, like, um, but, but I'm just saying that... Um, yeah, okay. That's another thing they could have fleshed out more with the dragon's intelligence. But it is 
it is established that dragons are intelligence or intelligent. Maybe he doesn't see it as, oh, this is the, you know, this is the ruling of all <laughs> this. Maybe he just sees it as this is what you wanted. Now you're dead. Well, screw this thing. We're late. Or you know, he, he maybe, kills it. maybe <laughs> Bran <laughs> warged him well, during the battle of <laughs> the long night, and that's what he warged him for. Bran warged <laughs> into everything all the time. Looking for him. Um, so anyway, yeah. So I think it's silly. Whatever. Um, it wasn't the best. It had but... to be done, I guess. Yeah. It, um, I think it could have been dealt, dealt with better. But he carries away um, Danny's body to rot midair somewhere. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else is going to happen. He can, he can fly so now, takes her to um, Valyria, right? Where we have a time skip, and um, like a couple of weeks, sort of. Enough to get a little yeah. bit bushier of a beard. Oh well, everyone's got bushier. Came to, came south, so. It's like Arya. Arya's got a big bushy beard now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. And we now have a bunch of lords. We have Sansa. We have their uncle, who's just a lizard. Edmure Tully. Edmure. Who I think um, is gracing our our uh, our discussion. He is that beautiful man. He is. Uh, you have them. You have several of the other Northerners. You have. Um. Jeez, what's her name? The Greyjoy. Uh, Yara. Yara, yeah. Uh, yeah Yara Greyjoy. And so... Who's, who is still loyal to the queen. She makes it known. Here's the here's the weird thing. So Grey Worm shouldn't give a shit at all <laughs> about all this stuff, okay? All he knows yeah, is his queen sure. is dead. And that he's inexplicably imprisoned the uh, person who probably confessed to it. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, John he came asked. to him and was like, I did this, and he imprisoned him, right? So they're, they're literally in this, they're under this nice pavilion, like this this tent. They're all hanging out in chairs, and Grey Worm shows up with Tyrion, who's in chains, in jail, because they didn't just flat out kill him. And the whole yep. time, Grey Worm's like, this is what I want! And then Tyrion's like, but it's not up to you. And I'm like, fuck no, it's not up to him. Like, who's gonna stop him? Well, and this actually is one of the points I had that I was against when I when I thought about it more. You're right, Grey Worm doesn't have have much of a stake in this, right? So he's like, uh, or I think um, Spons is like, you need to let John go, and um, uh, it, the exchange ends up being uh, there are uh, thousands of no Northerners that say you should not har harm John Snow, and he's like, well, there's thousands of Unsullied that says maybe we should. I'm like, why, did, why the fuck do you care, man? You're not going to sit there and fight a battle to kill John Snow. Look, I, I get, here's my thing. Like, I get why he wants to kill John Snow because he killed his queen. But, like, yeah, why did he keep the lives to barter? Like, why is he asking their permission to do it? Yeah, like, I wonder why Jon Snow is alive. Like, he was just murdering people who had, who had recently surrendered and were basically no threat. And now that he's basically yeah, got exactly. free reign, no queen to hold him back, no nothing, he can just slaughter him if he wants. He's like, oh, no, I better arrest him and wait for people to tell me what to do with him. But I'll threaten to kill we can... him. <laughs> right now, Jon kills Danny. the dragon flies off, Jon runs. He fucking flees. He maybe tries to go after Tyrion, can't. He's too heavily guarded, and he goes, I'll be back for you, and then he fucking leaves, and he doesn't have a chance. Weeks later, and they're like, okay, and then, like, Grey Worm is on his tail or something. Like, well, that, just that anything. Happen, unfortunately. You can have, have Jon standing with them, and they're like, hand over Jon right now, and they're like, fuck, no, we're not handing over Jon. And then they come up with a compromise right there. Yeah, maybe. Now, well, we, have, now we have two issues. One, what do we do with Jon and Tyrion? 
and two, who's going to be the next king. So let's talk about the first <laughs> issue first. So basically, Grey Worm is just on and on and on about, I want both of these guys to die. Because right. Tyrion keeps making the point, well, you don't have the jurisdiction to make this decision. Like I said, it's dumb. Like we said, it's dumb that they even care about that. So eventually, well, it's we can deal with that. We're going to have to handle Tyrion after we talk about the king issue, actually. Mm -hmm. So first yeah. we have, what do we do with Jon? Josh, what are you saying, sir? I was saying the whole thing with Jon isn't actually discussed on screen. It just, after the fact, Sansa, or I, uh, actually Tyrion tells him, oh, this is what we decided. So none of that actually happens on screen. You're right. It's all just talking that happened right after the fact. The king? The John thing? Yeah, yeah, it happens right after the king. Okay, so then we'll talk about the king thing first, and we'll talk about what happens with Tyrion and then John. Yeah. Yeah. So, essentially, we're sitting around, all right, before we talk about what happened with these prisoners who shouldn't even be prisoners, we need to decide, yeah, because you're right, well, then who gets to make the decision over what to do with John and Tyrion? Well, we need a king, but we don't have one. Right. right. Well, okay, we can't just appoint whoever. I don't know why they don't say, well, John can be king right now. He's not there to say no. And he has the most direct line of the... Grey Worm's not going to let that happen. Grey Worm apparently will let anything happen. Well, so, no, uh, the whole thing is he compromised for what happened to John. Anyway, we, we're talking about who could be king other than John. <laughs> essentially what we're and there's the argument that potentially people don't actually involved in here don't actually want John to be king. So we have Sam who stands up and suggests democracy. Yes. <laughs> and at first I, I was like, out. <laughs> end it that way. I don't know if I'm going to be really happy or really pissed off. Like I wouldn't I, be I thought the same thing. I was like, huh, <laughs> that would be interesting if nothing else. <laughs> what if we do decide for a representative democracy? So anyway, um, that all, all the lords laugh like, at him. So there's that. He choose between all of us. Yeah, um, including Yara, who that's literally how they choose kings in uh, yeah, the Iron Islands. The Iron Islands. King's moot. But she's like, so, ah, ha, ha, ha. Eventually, Edmure stands up. That's <laughs> oh. how greedy he is, and then um, Sansa tells him to set the fuck down. <laughs> what is, I, I did enjoy that part of the finale, because that is all we've ever seen of Edmure. Like, it, it, he's a buffoon. <laughs> And and just way too full of himself. Yeah, he's cocksure. He does doesn't, doesn't, doesn't Cat at one point say I don't care much for my brother or whatever or or I, I don't know. She says a lot of things about her brother, I think, or at least a few um, uh, disparaging things. He's an idiot through and through throughout the series. That's great. Yeah. So, so anyway. eventually, Tyrion gets up and just goes about stories and how stories are important and i went oh no the writers are about to jack themselves off and then they do um they pick brand who brand the broken brand has a better story than everyone has everyone's stories according you know? to Tyrion. Maybe, yeah, I guess. He doesn't yeah, have a better personal story than everyone, but... The the argument made is that he is the history of people because he's become the Red, Red Raven. Raven. He is. And he's yeah. a, fairly, sure. a, a fairly interesting personal story in that he didn't die when he got thrown from a tower. He went north of the wall and, like, you know, lived through the, the magic with the Night King and you know, all that shit. The uh, thing is, so like, we have this character that's who the has all these powers doesn't really use them for anything like the battle you know the battle for winterfell like he literally i i have to go now 
and he controls Ravens. We don't really see that do anything. Like he's just he's emotionless. At many times he's been like, yeah, I'm not really Brandon anymore. I don't really care about all of it. I'm interested in it. And all of a sudden he kind of does. I guess I don't know. I can never know. He like, admits to no, to caring. He says, well, that's why I came all the way here, right? Yeah. And that's why I let all these people die so I could come over where here and become well, king. Well, and I'm, I just want to touch on one thing real quick about the whole brand becoming king thing. A lot of people have since um, gone, and, and it's what they've people have been doing with the series, you know, all season, uh, and for the the history of the series is they go back and they try to piece things together and come up with theories. Well, everyone has now come up with theories about Bran and how he's manipulated things, yeah. and there's very small like hints at that. But if that's what we're meant to understand about how brand got to where he is there needs to be a lot more like on the nose mm-hmm. stuff about how he's manipulating things behind the scene and you know, never really figure out how throw and us never... some like he wargs into somebody or something or you know give because you know he gives aria the dagger she ends up killing the night king with and that's like the first hint but then there's not really anything yeah else. You know, like, no, um, that doesn't have the right payoff if that's what they intended it to be. And I, yeah, I, I agree that there is the possibility that that and other theories um, are either what was intended or what make the story still good. What I resent yeah. is that this the the work of all that has been put way too much on meticulous and on a meticulous uh exercise by the audience rather than yes, yes. just good enough storytelling to where you have to read it closely but you can still pretty much right. get it by watching the show rather than having to go on internet forums to figure it all out by piecing together you know scenes from disparate episodes and with simple explanations yeah. that's why the whole well danny kind of forgot about the iron thing really pisses me off because it's like literally everyone's sitting there going why the fuck did she not think that was going to happen and oh, in yeah. order for them to, in order for them to justify it they have to have an after special where they go oh she just kind of forgot that's the reason like, like i was like oh. yelling at her like hey you might want to watch out <laughs> oh god oh no <laughs> it's just like getting killed when i was just jokingly saying i mean there are ships down there <laughs> like and <laughs> she gets well, shot I- out of the sky well, for Bran, Not I her, have but read the a other few dragon. of those like fleshed out theories, and it all does make sense. And you can take little hints here and there, but that that was a great way of explaining it, Grady. It's if that was their intent, they need to give us a little more. I don't want everything. I'm mm-hmm. fine with trying to figure stuff out, but you did not give us, you did not lead us far enough for us to then, you know, guess what you were trying to get at. You just you gave us like two hints and stopped and been like, oh, he's the three-eyed raven, and now he's king. So he had to have done something to get there, right? And with that George one R- last little, like, oh, well, if if I didn't want to be king, I wouldn't have come, or whatever. Like, that's how you're going to pay us off? Like, he knew all along, just because that? Like, yeah. It's not good enough. George R. R. Martin said when he was talking about writing twists and stuff, where he was like, look, if you're writing an entire book, a mystery, and it's set up for the the butler to do it, halfway through and somebody on the internet finds out oh i think you know it's gonna be the butler and they kind of piece it together already and then you go well shit they figured it out and all of a sudden you change it to the maid where it doesn't make sense at that point one way and then you just rip it the other way because you think people are gonna figure it out that's bad that's not good 
Yeah. Well, and I think that may have happened with some of the storylines, but we have to assume that George R. R. Yeah. Martin is going to write that Bran becomes king because that's what the whole thing is about. So that well, had to be I something know. he gave them. Bran's not a bad character to become king if it they is did. actually done correctly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but D and D didn't set it up that way. Correct. They didn't put anything sure. in their list. No. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. So, and uh, one thing that I I don't know if I've read this somewhere or heard it, but um. This season does very much feel like what it is. They've outstripped the books and they're working off of the outline and it does feel like just the high points of an outline. Yeah. I don't feel like pretty high points. So, you know, just to kind of continue here. So now Bran the Broken is our new king. Ray. He knew um, all along. To be there all along. He was going to let all those people die all along. Um, Probably. And so now we have to decide what happens so he eventually um he basically says Tyrion's gonna be my hand and he's been a hand before and he's like i don't want to do that and he's like well screw it that's what you're doing that's what you're doing i didn't want to do that (laughs) i didn't want to be either and then and you know gray worm's like that's not good enough you know he needs to be punished it is punishment and then gray worm's like like, okay yeah that's fine okay that makes sense actually and then they're like what do you do with john and i'm like and then really the next uh scene is I think Tyrion speaking to John in his captivity about becoming a member of the Night's Watch, which doesn't no exist anymore. Exists. There's a giant hole in the wall. The North, you know, the Wildlings aren't fighting them anymore. The White Walkers are gone. But I will say that 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 I I, I like the idea that they knew the Grey Worm wasn't gonna fucking know about it, and they didn't want you know they wanted John to have whatever he wanted to do up there like go back to the north you're part of the night's watch you know Tormund's running the night's watch and you're their buds and everyone knew that except for like the foreigners so wait I, is that how you interpreted it like i like well after the fact i mean at the time i was like they're dumb but i mean if you go well, back think, and look at it like Tormund think, isn't running a night's watch at all he's just waiting on John. yeah Street. they're just they just get a bunch of free folk and leave <laughs> like yeah, they're so, clearly not intending to night watch it that like Grey Worm's basically like, so you promise you're gonna banish him up there and he can never come back or have kids or any of this stuff. Yep, we totally promised. And I remember seeing like there was a, a meme on Free Folk that was like then Sully shipping away. And the LOL, Rain yeah. just, Rain just looks at John. He's like, oh by the way, John, yeah. now that they're like, fuck them, who cares? Lol. <laughs> <laughs> and that that is kind of paid off if you think about it. Like, well, I mean, if you rewatch it and with that in mind, so it's a lot of this is kind of that rewatch it with something in mind but sansa like talks to him like sorry that's what we had to do like i think they came down with the idea let's send him to the night's watch he's already been up there plus it doesn't really exist anymore nothing to protect from plus he's not going to inherit he is the guy with the strongest claim to the throne if you're doing it the old way and some people are still going to want to do it the old way not elective monarchy he's your strongest rival claimant you gotta banish that guy exactly Oh, after she declares herself an independent kingdom, it doesn't care anyway. So uh, she's still going to care. I thought that was dumb. They get the yeah, wrong guy. At the beginning, I thought that was dumb, but then you know, after after rewatching it, I'm like, okay, maybe they had a plan there. You know, I wonder what's going to happen in the second vote when they're like, wait, the North got to declare themselves an independent oh, kingdom. Yeah. Now that we haven't voted yet on this next king, we want to do the same thing. Yeah, well, they I have a major just... secession crisis on there because now they only have five kings, uh, five kingdoms to keep the. Uh, the sixth rebel one out like whoever wants to secede they have even fewer people to get them back and once they're out then you have even fewer and it's just hmm 
It's six kingdoms to keep seven, the seventh out. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, I mean, whether they all decide to secede or it just turns into like, hey, uh, help me out getting the vote on King. And I mean, it's going to turn into a shit show. Yeah. For sure. Like, which I think eh, I'm okay with that. Like, hey, we, we're going to be fine for a little while, but it's always going to turn back to bullshit because of the way we ruled this. <laughs> so, you know, it's got some of that depressing, like, nothing ever changes to it. So. But this is the question is you've read the books josh uh when gray worms like we're going to the island of what is it nanth no yeah noth is uh, that uh is that like a pinky in the brain thing no that's where no. the sunday is from <laughs> no so that was the question i was gonna ask so i remember like earlier in the series where somebody's like oh yeah north it's got beautiful butterflies and then like <laughs> um or like looks up and she kind of gives them that knowing like mm. and then they move about their day but like doesn't that have like a horrible disease that melts your fucking flesh off yeah they're flesh-eating butterflies or something oh, i think it gives them a disease that makes your flesh melt off or something are you talking about grayscale oh not the island of there's Nath. some deadly butterflies there or something i, I saw a meme that... about or no i saw a comment that said oh, yeah he's gonna get killed by butterflies that that might be in the books. I don't think it was in the in the series. Oh, it's it's in the books, but I think there's like one throwaway line in an earlier season where they're like, "Oh yeah, lovely butterflies there." And oh yeah, somebody oh, kind of like gives that's a nod to people who've read the books, I guess. No, I mean it's just where Masande was from, and her people are peaceful. And he said he was gonna take her back there after the war was done. So he's like, "I guess I'm gonna take all my." You know, warmongers there for whatever reason. Oh, where the Dothraki? Where did they go? I guess they go with him, or just right off and pillage. Go back to Essos, tear shit up. They get back to Essos. They book a ferry. Like I don't know. Uh, in uh, season seven, actually, Sir Davos says meets when he meets Missende, and asks her where she's from. Um, she tells him, and he replies that he's heard it's beautiful there with palm trees and butterflies. I see. But admits well, that he hasn't been there himself. So we've taken care of John. Tyrion is now the Hand. I think the next scene is actually Tyrion in the Tower of the Hand, isn't it? Or he has a small council. There are some people who are complaining about him fixing all the chairs. I thought it was a cute little piece of imagery of him. Like, yeah, me too. Trying to put everything back in order. I liked it. Yeah, that was then, bad. And then they come in and just screw it all up because there's a bunch of numbskulls that he has on his small council. They were such I thought it morons. was good. It was annoying. Well and paid off well. The only part of that scene, like once everyone else comes in and start talking, the only part of it that I liked was you have Sir Davos, who I think is one of the best characters in the show. Um, oh, for sure. Is illiterate? Um, what was it? Stannis' yeah. mm -hmm. little girl was teaching him how to read, right? Yeah. That was... Oh, and Stannis was a grammar Nazi himself. Yeah. Uh, and then so at the you end, he corrects, he corrects Bronn's um, grammar. Uh, I think Braun being in the scene is obnoxious. I think he's well outstayed his welcome. I don't think he belonged in the season at all. He's an asshole he the whole entire do. season. <laughs> so they just keep shoehorning him in because he's fucking popular. Like, that's literally it. Well, like, old Braun was popular. This Braun, no one really cares. Well, about. Yeah, he's a jackass now. Now all of a sudden he's fucking like master of coin? Why? <laughs> like, I don't... Well, for yeah. one, they're probably lacking on just like in general to, to be anything. 
And other... uh, of course, it's he asked him, "Is your debt to the crown paid?" So it's probably you know some bullshit. I want to be master of corn as well as lord of the reach. Like, else. Just, Why does anyone help him at this point? Like fuck you. He's dude. now going to be in charge of feeding the realm because he's in charge of a high garden. Yeah. Just, I just don't buy it. I think he's been obnoxious. I don't like him in the season at all. Every single time he comes on screen, it's almost like it's a different television show. Like it, it almost feels like it needs a laugh track once he shows up. I it's obnoxious. saw it's obnoxious. a video clip of that scene yes, with yeah. a laugh track, and it was hilarious. I, need to look I haven't up watched it, but I did scroll past that earlier. <laughs> it is pretty but, uh, funny. I think it's it's. I, I was okay with that scene. Braun, yeah, okay, a little obnoxious, but I, you know, it was a nice little send off for Tyrion. It's like. Okay, he's he's gonna be all right with this because this is what he does. And his his last line is about the uh, uh, the jackass in the honeycomb or whatever that he's told. I think he told that back in who knows what season. Puts the book down and he's like, "I called it a song of ice. I hope named it a song of ice and fire." Why did they cut Tyrion out of it? I think I don't think that I don't know. That's just a little jab to add to the humor of the scene. Is all I can figure. I don't like that scene. I don't like it at all. Well, I like Davos. That's about it. Um, so that that happens, and then yeah, I loved I loved Davos correcting the grammar because that's so like yes, he's learned, but also that is such a Stannis thing. <laughs> Stannis oh, like, did that several times while he was he was. No, I think Davos has a faint. I think Davos is one of the full like one of the people who I'm fully like I'm happy with his arc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. I'm happy with Davos a lot. I don't. I'm not happy with Danny's arc. I don't think it was done well. I don't mind where it ends up, but I don't like how we got there. John, I think, as much as I like John in the early seasons, he's just become just obnoxious. Like, dude, you're being an idiot, and you know you're being an idiot while you're doing this. Tyrion didn't feel like Tyrion at the end. At the end, oh, and he no, did. He felt he felt like Tyrion to me at the end. Once he was okay. his, his hand again. Season. Whereas Sir Davos, I've been like I've never had an issue with Sir Davos. Really. No, he's been solid. I think he's been solid throughout the entire series. I like yeah. Davos a lot. Um, so let's go ahead and finish it out, and if we want to touch on. But the, the only reason Sansa is now we're basically left with the the, the last remaining Starks. Mm-hmm. Bron, Jesus Christ, Bran gets wheeled in by Podrick. You know, Sarah Bran of Tars. I like her too. Podrick, Podrick, and Brienne also ended up good in their in their arcs because I like them too. Um, yeah. I like that Brienne was actually writing about Jamie Lannister. Yeah, um, that was good. Yeah, that was one of my I like all the people who are like filling in. This skank ass bitch leaves me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the burn, burn book. book. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah, I like it's it and quits it. <laughs> she's finally a knight, and she's now like the king's guard that she always kind of wanted to be. Build her. It's not build her promise to to Cat. Um, I think I like I like brands a lot. Yeah. Um, so we kind of end with her. So now we, we we basically kind of see where all our remaining people are left off. So now it's like, well, what's you know the question is what happens with Sansa? What happens with Arya? What happens with Jon? Well, we get a montage. Oh well, first of all, and here's the last question I want to bring up because we also get one last scene of Bran as king, where literally he gets wheeled in to talk to his new council. He's like, <laughs> and they found the dragon. He saw it out east. Okay, bye. Yeah, no, he asked him a question. He's like, oh, yeah, never mind. Let me check on it. And you're like, bitch, why did you come in here? <laughs> why are you here? Well, yeah, he asked him. Uh, and, and the yeah, master of more whispers. more of them trying to make him, like, uh, trying to explain how he got there is more of, 
like, oh, here's the three-eyed raven. It's like, I'll go look for him with my ravens and magic powers. And you guys handle ruling, which I, I think in that respect, Tyrion ends up ruling, and I'm good with that. I think he deserves it. Whatever. Anyway, One thing so they need to do to... is replace the floors of the uh, of the castle with poured cement so that he doesn't have to bump around in his wheelchair all the time. <laughs> he does bump a little bit, doesn't he? That's always the other joke I saw on Free Folk where it was like, no, everyone fulfilled their purpose. Drogon's purpose was to melt the throne <laughs> and then make an iron, like a, a like a concrete walkway. Yeah, the iron so, ramp. <laughs> iron ramp. <laughs> so grand can we King have... of the iron ramp. Um, so anyway, now it's just what happens with our three other Starks. Sansa's queen in the north and no one gives a fuck about Sansa. I don't um, know. I she... think that's where she was going to end up, you know. But she didn't do anything this entire season. Um, she was Except kind of wasted. betrayed Danny. I mean, if you want to put it that. I even see those conversations. We just get told they happen. Yeah. Um, yeah that's no. frustrating. Um, Arya decides to go west, which, if I've learned anything from watching Game of Thrones lore videos, means she's never coming back. She's... Yeah, but it, that's so Arya. I think her arc ended up okay too because it's like. Well, I'm you done know, in Westeros, and I gotta go see what's out there. You know, I don't think they knew what to do with her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree. I don't well, think they what knew I, what to do with her. What would you? They're like, well, what would you do now? I guess leave. Uh, I, I always feel that's a really lazy ending to anybody, and then they left. Like, well, I, I don't know. I don't the mind it I, in certain circumstances, but she had spent, or she had mentioned in the previous two episodes that family was everything. And how you gotta stay loyal. And we're Starks. We gotta stick together. Remember, you're a Stark. All this stuff. She kills on them immediately. And then she okay. left and said, "I'm never going back to Winterfell." Thank you for remembering that. The other thing, remembering the, that. The thing I, I will say is, she asked someone way back, "What's west of Westeros?" So she's always kind of been curious. True. At the same time, she became a killer, fought and killed the Night King came down to King's Landing, almost died in the fiery abyss there. And I think she's like, you know what? I'm done with that shit. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm not going to be an assassin Arya anymore. I'm, I got to sail off into the West and diminish type thing. You know, <laughs> to me, that was diminished. No one else. To me, that was her. Um, that was her like leaving behind the murderous Arya that she had created. Knowing that you know John was gone and her kill Sansa list was, was gonna gone. rule, yeah, and she had no one else on her kill list, and you know, just leaving it behind and starting new. I think what Grady says carries more weight. I think it's it's another instance of character whiplash where you have somebody who's talking about how important family is and never bailing on them, and then she just decides to leave. But on um, the other maybe. hand, her family had just been set up; like her family was like kind of secure. For a while, never gonna see John again. She could stay and be their like master of assassins, or she could do something else. Even Tyrion was like, "Oh, John, I'll see you again. Come on." Yeah, but John knew no one would. He's like, "I'm, I'm going up there. I'm going north of the wall. Fuck all that." I feel like John's gonna come back and visit. Yeah, at least meet with the king in the not true north. You know, I, I think John goes to the cave that he and um and his wildly girlfriend, yeah, Egret, um, spent, and he just dies. (laughs) <laughs> I, I think what Grady's original I'm sorry I forgot about that quote I, it always felt wrong to me but like after remembering what that she talked about yeah you're right like she talked about how important family was and she just leaves no I don't buy it I, don't, I think that was another instance of we don't really know what to do with her so we just told her to leave it makes yeah. sense right she's adventurous well, I, I don't mean, buy it I would have liked her to stay around served yeah, I just as don't know how you, 
I don't know how you set her up anywhere though. She's okay. She's maybe if you thought about it for a wider session, we could come up with something other than she just leaves. We're not well, it's not that right. If you had the time, you would say, okay, she stays as assassin. Then you cut forward and say, uh, she's actually displeased with just doing this. This is kind of like tedious and annoying. And so she gets restless and leaves. Talks yeah, to all I mean, of them, not... gets her family's blessing and does that. And, you know, then it still kind of says, well, she did her duty by her family. And then she's like, well, but I also want to live for myself too. So she goes and does that. I think that would be fun. Were... That's not yeah, what I sure. got. Maybe if they put sure. it out further. But I think that, I mean, essentially... They do that, but within the end of the episode. <laughs> it's like, hey, John's gone, and he's going to be fine. My sister's king of the north. She's going to be fine, and I guess I can leave. Not really buy it, but ultimately we do, finally, we do finally get John Pettingost. Oh, my God, the best part of the episode. Best part of the season by far. <laughs> yes, this <laughs> is easily the highlight bit, of the season. I turned up a little bit. I was like, oh, my God. So, because I wasn't – Pet him before the, you know after the battle of you know after the battle of the long night or whatever. I remember me being annoyed with it, but I wasn't as pissed off as some as a lot of other people were because I was like, okay, I I would have really liked to have seen that. Yeah, but like there are so many other reasons to be mad at where the show is going right now that I'm not going to worry about him petting a dog. Uh, um, <laughs> I actually was talking about it with my boss at one point, and he was like, "You, if I had to say goodbye to my dog forever, I'd probably be even harder if I." went over and started petting him on the head. I'm like, I see your point. Yeah. But yeah. I also don't know why he had to say goodbye to him in the first place. That didn't make sense. Regardless, yeah, I mean, why didn't he just go with him? I mean, whatever. <laughs> regardless, I also didn't know why Ghost charged off in that fight with all the Dothraki anyway. That seemed really out of place. Like, they added him in later out of, oh, we didn't do anything with Ghost in a while. Like, it was dumb. Well, they, why, yeah. Sir, why did Sir Jorah? I mean, why a lot of things in that charge? <laughs> but that's not giant, over there. giant zombie... Why did a zombie giant decide to bring a tiny girl right up to its waist? We, we can talk time. about that episode later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but anyway, I remember being really pissed off when they were like, well, we couldn't really pull off the CGI stuff. And I'm like, this is bullshit. One, you got HBO money. Two, I can think of it right now. Like an upward shot from the side where like you're looking up, like, part CG, part puppet or something. Like you can do well, all of the like Jurassic Park could pull that off in 1994 <laughs> and you can't have him pet his goddamn dog and it turns out they were just lying to get everyone riled up for the inevitable yeah. at, at the end <laughs> where he reunited with them. So touche, that's the one thing I'll give them. But um, uh, I, I, Apparently, and this is something I, I learned after the fact, but apparently the all the dire wolves were actual wolves at a wolf sanctuary that they took footage of and then they CGI'd on top of that or and use that as the basis of the cgi or something so there is a real ghost out there somewhere oh find him i'm going to adopt him yeah for sure I'm and then you're going to go north of the wall yeah finish that's how <laughs> the the series ends and then oh, it turns so out that steven takes the iron throne after all yes yeah, steven the broken steven the broken. also his steven. dick doesn't work Stephen the impotent. <laughs> I guess we really we don't. He's not here to defend himself. We can say whatever he wants. So yeah, that's your new ruling name, Stephen the impotent. Unless there's an S name we can come up with. I really do like Steve. this. Also, like just like drop that in there. Like also, he can't like have kids because he just can't. You know, oh, just that. in case anyone was curious. They, yeah, they just kind of drop that in there. Like oh, by the way, he can't have kids. Like, <laughs> Brand's just like fucking. I'm right here. Stop. <laughs> one one other thing about Bran Stark. 
and y'all let me know if you remember or not. Wasn't he ta- wasn't he um addressed as Brandon Stark at some point? Yeah. Like by the children of the forest or somebody? Mm-hmm. So when they say Bran the Broken, first of his name, it's not even really his name, because his name's Brandon. And Brandon the Builder, Brandon Stark, is who built the wall. So he's not first of his name. He's so first of his name shows. on the Iron Throne. I or mean, the Iron Chair. Is that how it works? Like you're I, you're first of your name only in the yeah the because uh, first of your name to sit on the throne. Yeah, it matters That's which like, realm it is. Like in uh, James the sixth and first of Scotland and England. Like okay, was, well yeah, I didn't I didn't so. realize that. So thank you for clearing That's that up. Historic, you're right, Brandon. But, but his name is Brandon. But he isn't. So yeah, that's true. They could have called him that. That's like being King Jim the Third or something. <laughs> why? Why is she going by James? You know, this is your official title. King Jim. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, King Jim. <laughs> that's yeah. Anyway, well, thanks for clearing that up. That's not as dumb now, but still kind of dumb. Yeah, don't use nicknames in official capacities. That's just silly. So, yeah, we get John walking off into the north with Tormund and all of the wildlings. That's how it ends. Well, not walking. He's riding, I guess. Huh? And you see the sprig of uh, of plant life in the foreground. Oh, do you? I didn't notice that. Yeah, there's a there's little. A... So oh, the winter was incredibly short. <laughs> yeah. It was like winter my two ass. Two months worth of winter. Yeah. It was dumb. Um. <laughs> We could go off on a whole other tangent about how fucking lame the build-up to the Night King was. True. Yeah, that we'll have to go into that some later date. Do y'all wanna like do like a favorites and least favorites or anything like that, or? Or the series. No, the, I'm in. A, well, the finale. I'm, I'm in the finale. Finale is easy. The favorite part was Ghost Pets. Ghost Pets is pretty good. Yeah, John really and good. Ghost. I like Danny's and... wing shot though. That's really cool. And then, yeah, Brienne in the Kingsguard book filling out Jamie's stuff. Yeah, I, I like that scene. So. After he filled out her stuff, if you know what I mean. Yeah, everybody's filling stuff out. Um, yeah, I'm like a least favorite that you can that stands out like the most disappointing oh. or the most anger, angering thing. Either the drag, it's either Drogon melting the Iron Throne like it's some kind of literary genius or probably... Oh, the gap in logic with them not just killing John's dumb, and um, I think I'm really pisses me off. Not Bran, but Bron. I think Bron. just him being around, <laughs> just his existence. I mean, ugh. Uh, my my least favorite was definitely Grey Worm and all the shit that that doesn't mesh with him. So. Oh, him just murdering people without questioning. Murdering people, the whole thing with John, where he's holding them and doesn't do anything, and then he's like willing to die to, to, so that John died. I don't know. It's the whole thing. It's just dumb. He just didn't seem like Grey Worm to me, for sure. Yeah, he was Dark Side Grey Worm. He lost Miss and Day. He was just fighting for wrath. Sure, but like calculated wrath. Like I'll I'll jail this guy for three months and then. Yeah, that part is really stupid. <laughs> Where right. he's like, I'm just going to cut the... He, like, cut those dudes' throats in the street. And then he's like, better jail this guy. He literally <laughs> murdered the the queen. Well, and even Actually, in I'm... that, like, when John is about to stop him from murdering those people, they're about to murder John. Yeah. Like, like he, he doesn't hold him in Stopping that him from murdering prisoners, death. Yeah. Actually but... murdering the queen. Yeah, lock him up. So, Fair trial. Yeah. <laughs> 
let everyone else compromise over what to do with them. And then we're just going to leave without doing anything. Yeah, and then they just leave and go to a yeah, place with a bunch hurt. of peaceful inhabitants and I guess conquer it. I mean, what do you do? You're the unsullied. So. Anyway. Um, what my least favorite thing would be. I think my least favorite thing would be just because of its unlikeliness is the the sit down to decide the king. I mean, like the 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 premise of settling it that way. They've never they've never done that. I mean, I get okay, maybe change your tactics since it's always led to violence. Grey Worm going along with it. Them all deciding. Uh, sure, yeah, let's vote for this asshole. Most of, you know, some a lot of us haven't really heard of besides what some of the people we fought before have said oh, about him. Like this creepy kid who barely talks. And... Yeah, <laughs> and once someone declares independence, the rest of them are like, wait, yeah, I guess I still want him to be king. Like, they don't declare their independence. Yara has already been promised independence, and she's going to go along with it after yeah. swearing fealty uh, in the to meeting, the saying, hold yeah, on, Daenerys is my queen. Um, also, I think it's funny is the fact that you have that new Dornish prince there, and he's probably like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, yeah. Never any oh, of and you have <laughs> you have like grown up Robin Aaron. So. You do be a handsome AF yeah, uh, Robin Aaron, dude. Aaron so that was interesting. Um, but yeah, Grady, you made a good point. Is like uh, one of my least. I think for the Grey Worm, the whole Grey Worm stuff. My least favorite part was when they're at the thing, and he's like. Well, you're the most, or Tyrion says, you're the most important people in King's Landing, so you choose a king. And Grey Worm's like, well, go ahead. Like, what the yeah. fuck, dude? You're in control of the capital. Yeah. You're just okay with all these people picking a new king? Like, yeah, this yeah. is this this is fine, I guess. I, I guess I'll says, listen to who. <laughs> yeah, I think he says, go ahead, or something to that effect. And I was like, that's so dumb. You have my blessing. So, like maybe but, he was done. I mean, the, maybe he had talked to the Dothraki, and they were like, "Dude, we're leaving. Like that lady was our only chance, and we're we're done now." But that's still stupid, you know. And now we're done, so we're going yeah. home. Even so, like, why do you care about Jon Snow if you don't care who's going to be king next year or whatever? Yeah, uh, mm. the whole thing just struck me as as weird. Good job. Uh, I I know that the dog that 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 the reunion the pat the good pat for the good boy was a great moment, but I also in on in the sad vein of a great moment. Um, for me, was Drogon doing the Simba nudge oh, to Danny? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, was, and then sad. proceeding to like bellow grief like yeah 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 that was Before a painful sounding shriek i thought that was great good job on the sound effects guys for that one you could really you know hear feel the anguish yeah for a dragon you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like I've never heard a dragon before, but that's what what it would sound like if it was a giant dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I got. So overall, you know, not not terribly impressed with the inning. It's all we got, I guess, except for like the six other endings they purportedly uh filmed to uh, hey, those endings don't have water bottles and shots. <laughs> <laughs> or coffee cups. That but that one's not in the ending, that one's in the episode before. We need to go back and see if they're like uh, Easter eggs. Like all along, there have been like fairies, like little plastic Easter eggs out in the yeah. in the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Easter eggs. <laughs> just I mean, just like drinking containers in like every season. Snow dragon egg. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it is disappointing that it did not land as uh, 
as impactfully as we all hoped it would because it's been going so long and it is so so big out there yeah. a very rushed thing that i don't think yeah. set up anything they wanted to do at all and everyone's like oh well we still have the books but come on dude you need to finish those before you die yeah. 70 71 now something like that 71 so, or 72 yeah. Yeah, he's, it's like, and ah. apparently there will be three spinoffs that are still a go. So we'll, we'll see, see if those get fucking published. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. see what happens with those. Jeez, oh yeah, the produced. fact that like John's heritage matters nothing at all at the end. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, no, we can. No, I purposely try to stay away from too many of those overarching things of like, like dropped plot lines. So what was the point of this? What was the point of that? Like, but we just don't have time for a recap episode, and I'm sure we're already past, well past the one hour mark. Oh, I'm sure. No. <laughs> past hour 20. We'll good. try to land this beast uh, better than they landed Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right. So that's it for now. Um, you know, maybe we'll do this again with some other shows. We'll see. Um, maybe Steven will join us, or maybe he'll continue to be a little bitch. We don't know. Don't insult Steven the impotent. Steven the impotent. Steven the sterile. Ruler of the Roinar, which they never mention in the series. The Roinar are the um, are the ancestors the of the Roin. Well, yeah, but they're the ancestors to the uh, to the Kalisar, to the um, Dothraki. They're the riding people of the river, or something. Well, riding I just mean that that's always been in the titles in the book, and it's not in. They, they don't mention the Roinar. Oh, they don't even mention. Yeah. So anyway, never mind. Be that. Um, I guess we'll see y'all later. Bye, yeah. people of the world. Bye. We like you. Nights be better than Game of Thrones. Bye. Yes, we've been the Sagely Sage Stooges. You've been the Roinar. And the Andals and the First Men. <laughs> Goodbye. And now our watch has ended. <laughs>